In your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in the magical land of Dilstonia, where little creatures called the Jiflings live on their little Jifling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Woo, I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who is a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Miss Katie, who loves fixing things and dressy up. Sometimes I like both together. Albert, the ship's gardener. Hoppy, who's been into me cabbage patch like? And Friedeline, a very sensible jiffling who looks after everybody on the ship. Yeah, that is correct. Oh. Today on the ship, the jifflings are having a very get things done day because it is springtime and that is always the best time for spring cleaning. First on the agenda for their Jifflings Spring Cleaning Day is a big important Miss Katie job. Right Jifflings, our mast and sails are in our right kerfuffle and we need to unkerfuffle them quick sharp. Well, how are we going to do that Miss Katie? Should I make brand new sails out of cabbages from my garden? Well, no Albert, but I do need you to wash the sails with your gardener's hose whilst I climb right to the very top and fix any broken pieces of the mast. Well, that sounds super. So, Miss Katie, you shall fix and the rest of us chiefs shall wash. Has everybody got on their climbing harness? We will be going very high up. Aye! Yes! Ooh, man! I'm, like, ever so excited. Well, that sounded very pumpkin-y, but it came from Hedge. Oh, Hedgeman, why are you talking just like pumpkin talks? And why are you wearing the little pumpkin shoes? And how come you're wearing pumpkin's big colourful hat too? Ooh, in fact, you're dressed just like me, Hedge. Indeed he was. Hedge was dressed from head to toe in Young Pumpkin's most fun and spectacular shiny Jifflings clothing. Like, hee hee, man. I'm just totally pumpkin. And now I'm ever so excited to climb up very, very high. Like, whoa, man. Well, Hedge didn't sound very excited to climb, but all the same, there was a job to be done. So they all trotted over to the mast and checked their climbing gear to make sure they were safely prepared. Then Miss Katie scurried up to the top of the mast and examined it. Oh no, Jiffs! Our mast is more broken than I thought. It's all wonky donkeyed and wintry splintered. I'm going to need all my tools for this. Can someone bring me up my biggest toolbox, please? Hedge, maybe you could take Miss Katie's tools up to her. You have on your safety harness, after all. Ba 
But there was no reply. Hedge, 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 Hedgeman. You do know it's rather rude not to say anything when someone's talking to you, Hedge. But I'm not Hedgeman. Today, I'm like totally Pumpkin, who is brave and climbs all the time and definitely never worries about falling down. Oh, Hedge, are you maybe just a tiny bit scared of heights? Then Hedge paused, taking off his pumpkin hat. Like maybe just a teensy tiny bit, man. That's why I thought if I borrowed Pumpkin's spangly, shiny clothes, I could borrow his bravery as well, and then not be scared of heights. Ooh, but bravery doesn't come from what's on the outside, Hedge. Bravery comes from what's inside. That's true, Pumpkin. But for now, you'll all have to jiffle off to the side of the ship. For that sound means an object which was lost or thrown away on Earth has got caught in your net. <sighs> the object landed on deck with a shoop-de-doo-dah. It was furry and colourful on one side, with two little eye holes in the middle and a piece of elastic attached around the back. Is that a rug for the story seat to keep us warm on chilly winter days? Not this time, Miss Katie. But then Albert stepped forward, for he knew just what the object was. He gregs the baker up onto the story seat, and then he began his tale. Well, this is the lamb's fancy dress mask, and my old travel agent, Solomon Sunnyfun, told me all about it. Once a little long ago, on a green and happy island called New Zealand, there lived a big herd of sheep and their tiny little lambs who were all born in the springtime. There was John Sheep and Paul Sheep and George Sheep too. And finally, there was little Ringo Barr. And together, they called themselves the Bleatles. Now, the Bleatles were very happy little lambs who loved doing all sorts of activities, like running about and singing. New Zealand feels forever. But one thing little Ringo Barr really enjoyed was making his special lion's mask that he was going to wear to their springtime sheep's fancy dress ball. He cut out the shapes from felt and he painted it. And when he wore his mask, he felt very brave, just like a real lion. I mean, roar! Well, one day, John Sheep the leader of the Bleatles, had an idea for a new game. Oh, come on, lads, let's have a jumping over the stream contest. Oh, but Ringo Barr looked a little worried. There was quite a big drop into the stream and he didn't like heights very much. 
Then an idea flew into his funnel, and off he went to his special sheep's cupboard to put on his lion's mask. Bah! I mean, roar! Now I'm a lion, I'll be brave enough to jump anything! So everybody lined up and took their turns leaping right over the stream. And soon it was Ringo's turn. Lions aren't scared of jumping. Right, here we go. Then Ringo huffed and puffed and ran and... Well, as Ringo ran, his lion's mask slipped down over his eyes. And because he couldn't see, he fell over in a big heap just before the jump. I'm okay. I just need to readjust my mask. And then... Are you sure you need that mask, Ringo? Asked Paul. You're just as brave as me, and I don't wear a mask. Then... As Ringo looked up at his kind friend, he felt a little bit braver. And suddenly, the drop to the stream didn't look quite so big as before. So he put down his mask and stood up boldly. Roar! I, I mean, bah! Look out, lads! Here comes Ringo! Then, with the other Bleetles cheering him on, Ringo Bar ran as fast as he could and leapt right up into the air and over the stream. And as the others carried him off in a big sheep celebration, leaving the mask lying in the grass, Ringo realised that he didn't need to pretend to be a lion at all because his bravery came from inside him. After all. And now the lamb's mask is here. Yes, it is, Friedeline. So what could it be? Ooh, how about a lovely soft lining for our pet mouse Jeffrey's snuggly little house? That's a lovely idea, Pumpkin. But then hedge step forwards. I think we should use the lamb's mask as a winch to lift heavy things up to Miss Katie. And I will be the first Jeff to climb up and help. Yeah. Ah, Hedge, how helpful and how brave you are too. So the Jiffs tied the elastic on the mask to a longer rope. And when they pulled the rope, the mask hung flat like a little platform. Then they loaded on Miss Katie's tools and heaved them up to her. And Hedge scurried up to the top to help. The view is like totally spectacular, man. And then after a long day of fixing and cleaning and being their bravest selves, the GIFs were most tired. So they swept up, had a delicious peas pudding supper and then it was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Good night. Good night, Albert. Why, I'll see you in the morning, like. Good night, Friedeline. Und it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge. <sighs>
Oh, I think the head is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Maybe next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye.